What's up, guys? This is Aaron Thrasher with First and Last Out. Um, we've got Ramon Quintana here with us, as well as Tyrell Turnage. Coming back, we have a couple of extra guys tonight. We have Javier Maldonado and Stephen Blackman. Will you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves before we get started? What's up, guys? I'm Stephen Blackman. Um, an equipment sales rep for a day job, I guess, and then joined the fire department to be more involved in the community. I... Uh, was going to coach baseball, and I decided that takes a hell of a lot more time than being a firefighter. I'm going to go be a firefighter, try it out. Um, I know Jess Rogers on our department, so I hit him up. I said, hey, what do I got to do to be on the department? And he just said, uh, come fill out a piece of paper and talk to me. I said, okay, cool. <laughs> so that's about it for me. Um, excited to be on the podcast and be hanging out with guys. Jesus. Why are you guys all looking at me? <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> Name is Javier. I'm a trash garbage truck fixer. AKA Trash Man X. AKA Trash Man X. X. Yeah, you know. No, I always, always wanted to be a firefighter. And little Ramon kept pushing on me and pushing on me to show up. But yeah, that's about it. And now I wish I could take it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a question either way. Is that how you say your last name? What? Anyways, one of the topics we want to talk about tonight is uh arson and firefighters. I did a little bit of research beforehand, and there's about 100 firefighters a year that are arrested for creating fires to fight. Oh, dude, that'd be crazy. Is it all volunteer guys, though? Because, like, man. Dude, there's times I just want to go light that room. Yeah, right. Like, so, it's, the the article was from the National Volunteer Firefighter Association. Oh, yeah, so it's probably guys that are just dying so, to do something. Right, so, and it says that um, it's because they're bored. Basically, like the the underlying factors of bored. There's nothing wrong with a little back burn. <laughs> it's gonna help out eventually. All right, how many how many times have you guys been driving through town? You see a little cloud of smoke. You're like, I'm driving by just to see what it is. Dude, I shit you not. Today, I was driving into Thatcher, <laughs> and I saw some I saw some yep. dust coming up. It looked like smoke, and it was a dude running his tractor in the cotton field. I thought it was smoke, and I got all excited. You guys uh, <laughs> should ask that question to my daughter. What? Every time I see a fire, I get like you know the those birds off of uh, Madagascar and say, mine? Oh, yeah. mine? I go, fire! Fire! <laughs> I know the hell out of them, but... I seen that same tractor, though. But, like, it was right when it started barely going in the field, dude, and it looked like the tractor was on fire. I was like, oh, I'm ready for this. So, yeah, like, I can... I can't lie. I've thought about lighting the river on fire just to go fight it. Yeah. yeah, those are the best ones. The wildlife, like the wildfires, like those last forever. That's, no, that's exactly what we mean. Like, we want to be there forever. No, see, like, okay, so like, if you took a poll in the department, I think it would be split like 50 50. Like, some guys love river fires, and some guys are like, dude, it's fun for half a day. I like, no, I, I just like time. them at night. So at I really night, just dude? doesn't want to do it past eight o'clock at night. And he's like, I will do anything. Yeah, I want to go to bed. <laughs> he needs his 10 hours of sleep where he's not able dude, to it's more like 15. Though. I bet you tomorrow he doesn't wake up until 9 o'clock in the morning. Bro, be nice. It's probably mm-hmm. like 11-ish. I'll wake up about 
and I probably won't get out of bed till nine o'clock. <laughs> How do you do that? I wake up and I lay there for like ten minutes and I go through all the notifications on my phone, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta go do something. I gotta get out of bed. So you're like, yeah, I'm gonna take a shit. That's it. <laughs> I can't. I can't just sit there. Yeah, but then you go back to bed. No, but, yeah, I'm done, dude. I'm, I'm up. Done after that. I'm up. I mean, my Sundays are like that. Like my last day off. I've always had this routine, so I don't do nothing until my last day off. For run calls. That's it. Stay in my pajamas. Wait for the tones to go off. Wait for the tones to go off. Well, when they don't go off, I get pretty upset. Yeah. Bored. That's when you start looking for the tumbleweed fires. Ramon goes to the silos and lights them on fire. <laughs> 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 Dude, I'm pretty sure Ramon lit up Phoenix fire. Phoenix that day. Like, like, cut it out, dude. I just came in. He, he, he calls me and he's like, hey, the silos are on fire. The tones, the, the pigeon's going to go off here in about five minutes. Go get your stuff and. Get ready to hey, I was, hey, I was looking out for both of you guys. Little did we know he's sitting there with first truck. Little did we know he's sitting there with the freaking torch, like. I shot a propane tank. Let's be real here. There were several propane tanks. In there were. There were two of them. That's why I said it. <laughs> no, that's that was off the record, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> so we got one of our seats, guys. Yeah. Well, it says there's over. A million firefighters in the United States and a hundred of them a year are arson by firefighter. It's called firefighter arson. That's what the, like the the charges they're called. What are they running down arson. though? Like abandoned buildings? Like... Everything. It's it goes from starting wildfires to burning down houses to like even trying to create motor vehicle accidents. Dude, like wild. it's just because they that's get so wild. bored. And it's not always volunteer firefighters, but it's it's a it's there's a, a big enough occurrence it's become a statistic there has to be plenty of volunteers that do that because what do we say 91 percent of exactly, all that's what fire departments about. in the u.s are volunteers, i could say so. like the 30 of us at least 28 of us are like that. and there's programs they have like 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 you go to like hey i feel like i'm going to start <laughs> trying to burn stuff down you can go to like a, a yeah, group like an aa group for it we don't like quitters, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's there's a lot to it. Like there's so many forums about it. There's YouTube videos, all sorts of stuff. I get it though. It's the adrenaline rush. That's... Yeah, and I'll tell people all day long. Like, it's one of the biggest highs ever. Yeah. To go walk as, up to a fire. It's almost as bad as an addiction to drugs. Oh yeah. Because you get you get that adrenaline rush. It's it's hard to capture that same adrenaline rush. Anywhere else. I just want you guys to get this picture because you guys can't see us. Uh, me and Javi are the only brown people here. When they said drugs, everybody looked at us. You are the ones talking. Yeah, you are the ones who brought up drugs, okay? I'm a saint, so okay? Yeah. Never touched that stuff in my life. No, it is crazy. It's crazy how long you can ride the high of the fire. Like, from the moment the page comes out, people fire to you can. It could be five hours and be like, you just ride that. Well, and you don't feel no pain. You don't feel nothing. No pain, no heat, no gassing. Like, you don't gas out or nothing. Like, you don't stop until your body body physically stops. Right. And, like, there's people who <laughs> crash out because of it. Yeah. We've seen it. Happened dude, before. Like, I remember my first fire call, like, actual, like, working fire, dude. I remember getting in the little tender. Where it was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. That little pistol fire. You know that pistol fire? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the one oh, that I got rushed over. Yeah. <laughs> I remember hey, we're driving down the highway, dude, and I just remember, like, 
obviously I had no idea what I was doing. When I first buy, I'm like, I don't even know if like turnouts are on, right? It's pretty three o'clock in the morning. But I just remember like we had, I don't know, it was probably like a five minute respond time. I don't know, it was way out there. And I just remember thinking the whole time, like, what is this feeling? Like, I cannot control this adrenaline. Yeah, dude, you're like putting your like gloves yeah. on, you're like ready to go, and you're like, do I, put, do I put air on or what? Like, what's going on? You're like seriously, like what do I do with my what hands? What do I do with my hands? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt the whole time with that fire. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm just standing here. Well, and like Tyrell was my partner on the first one that I went on. It was that one out there by Hobby Shop. Oh, dude, that oh, one was zone. And dude, it was. That was yeah, your first, no, it wasn't that, Christmas. That was your first it was. Work that was my first work. No. That was my second one because there was that one out before Tom. Oh, that Tom. That's the one that the bees. propane tanks are like shooting in the air. Yeah. Light yeah. ammo was going off. And there was a magnesium. That was like his first like real fire that we actually like got up close to and was. That was a good fire. Yeah, that was a great fire. It was. It was good. And all I just, I just can remember like, I don't care if these propane tanks blow up. I'm in the middle of this crap and I'm loving it. Yeah. And Tyrell was sitting there behind me, just making sure I didn't fall over. Yeah, like that was all he did, just tell me where to point the water. See? I wish my partner would have done that instead of push the hose and push the little stack of tires. <laughs> he said, "Tire, tire, tire!" Not no, fire, he fire, said, "Fire, fire, fire!" fire. We're already fighting a fire. Don't <laughs> that's gonna <laughs> till the end of it. And so, yeah, it's it is truly the best adrenaline rush, and that's like that's the only way I can explain it to people. Yeah, all day long. Like, like, why? I, why? I get asked all the time too, like at work, like, why do you do it? Why do you, why do you run into a building that's on fire or into the river that's on fire? And I'm like, if you guys experience it, it's it's a rush. But there's some guys like <clears throat> river fires aren't near as much no, as a rush as no. a house fire. No, but river no, fires you okay. get in. No, like, dude, when it vortexes around you, well, river fires are cool there, though. Like that's freaking bad. Like, I would say, like, nighttime river fires are cool. Like, when you're going out, like, when you come out of the station, all oh, you see you were watching all yeah, the numbers, you just see, like, a giant glow. And you're we like, almost fell in love that night, remember? It, it is pretty cool, though, dropping trees. Yeah. Or getting hit with trees. Huh? Yeah, I got hit with the Dropping trees is probably my my favorite thing to do on a wildland fire. My first wildland fire, I didn't even have, like, wildland gear. I was in turnout. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was in turnout bottom Structure. and my gear. Freaking. Oh. In your yellow shirt. In my yellow shirt. Yeah. For hours, bro. And your freaking your structure boots, <laughs> yes. Freaking like mucking boots, dude. You, yeah, it was miserable. Hot. Yeah. It's wildland season now. Where the bonfires at, guys? I know. That's gonna be. Gonna I fix you. Crazy. I had a really wet thing. winter. It's gonna be a long wildland season. Yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot to burn, and the sucky thing is that those fences down there are gonna make it really hard for us to fight that crap. Start cutting that shit. Cut. We've got the speed of the city in the truck. I didn't even know the city's key. It's, it's not the city, it's private. Some random deed. Private. No, we got the key to the city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, means bolt cutters. <laughs> yes. Uh, was that a Mexican joke again, Brian? Come on. Yeah, because most people don't know what the key to the city is. They're probably going <laughs> to some big old huge golden ass <laughs> key, bro. Uh, <laughs> Probably wider than I am. That is very true. I also take a look at Spanish. And then Thrasher's wider than hell. Speaks more Spanish than anybody here. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just talking to your dad the day. That's pretty. Yeah. Sound like a bunch of gibberish, but the problem I have is I don't know how to speak Mexican, dude. That's the that's what it is. Like I don't know the slang and I don't like the yeah, way. Yeah, you know when I hear you talk like you're like Argentinian stuff, I'm just like, what the hell did you just call me? 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's it's bad, and I start like throwing the slang words that I don't even think are slang words out. And, like when I was running the roofing crews all the time, they're like, "What are you saying?" And I was like, "Okay, but my mom right now." Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And then those guys hand me that hammer. <laughs> those guys don't even have a third grade education, and so like I'm trying to text with these guys, and I'm like trying to sound out whatever they're typing, and it's like, "Holy." Yeah, Mr. George. <laughs> yeah. Mr. George, no way, no for shit. Right. <laughs> They're awfully quiet over there. Time out. Chime in. Come on now. Let's quit doodling. So one thing that we were talking about earlier was um, that kind of goes along with the whole fire high thing is flashover training. And Blackman was saying that there's a lot of controversy going on over some videos that just got published how long ago yeah i, know. I saw it on instagram earlier some guys were in like a it was like a shipping container they kind of look like their training area obviously but they're kind of all up in this like 20 foot shipping container obviously the fire wasn't one in they had like four guys kneeling at the opening and then you can see obviously the smoke coming out of the top over. yeah you can see this fire just kind of getting bigger and bigger and you can kind of see like obviously that right before you flash right the smoke kind of condenses and then whoa dude it flashes on like like, I was pretty, like, I watched the video, and I was like, whoa, like, are those guys even alive? Like, are they all right? Like, because you, you completely lose yeah. them. Like, they're gone. And then, obviously, they had some spotters in the back, and, like, it's just the water hose, right? But, like, the people were going in on them on the comments. Like, you guys are idiots. What are you doing? Like, you're going to get somebody hurt. Like, flashover training. Like, you don't train flashovers. Yeah. Like, you can train, obviously, like. You should be training like to see read condition your yeah, room yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. But why would you train like a flashover? Like your equipment, your turnouts are gonna be garbage. Like your helmets are melted. Like what are you guys doing? You ain't got no more money. Yeah, like, yeah. For people like us, like we, <laughs> our gear is old. Yeah, right. Some of us have newer gear, right? But not everybody has that. We don't have more than one pair mm-hmm. usually. Some of us have a couple new pairs, but it's hand-me-down pairs. So, right. but Tyrell, will you tell those that don't know? what flashover is, what flashover truly is, like kind of the definition of a trap of flashover and what, what the conditions have to be. So like when a fire is burning in a house, like in an enclosed space, your fire is burning and you're, you're getting smoke off that fire and that smoke still has combustibles in it. All of that smoke is fuel that's unburned. So as your house gets hotter and hotter and hotter, you're you're filling it with that smoke and that's all burnable material. So when a fire gets hot enough, all of that burnable smoke lights up. And when it lights up, it lights up like instantly. Imagine a bomb, basically. What's the flash over to like what Fahrenheit? What degree is it when it flashes? I don't even know. Fact check that for us. But it's hot. So it's pretty much just like flash over to me, like if you get Bondo. Like if you're sanding a car, if you don't put Bondo on it and you get the dust off of Bondo and you sprinkle the dust over a lighter, it ignites. Like it's right now. It's like like flour. Yeah, like flour. Yeah, that flashover point is when that all that smoke lights up. That's all of a sudden burning flame. So flashover occurs at approximately 1100 degrees. And our, our suits are good, what, for nine? Something like that, and our masks yeah, are rated for five, for, right? Yeah, they're rated for nine, and the, the masks are rated for like five to six. Good. So just like piggyback like on what uh, 
Blackman was saying on that video, uh, you don't trade for flashover. You trade in like other ways, like to prevent flashover. Yeah, prevent flashover. So before you even go in a building, you want to cool your whole wall down, like that you're entering in, whether it's your doorway, a window. You just want to cool that wall down. That's called conditioning. Then you want to check inside, make an airway, close an airway, things like that. You don't just go in there like want to cause a flashover. That's also why you like ventilate exactly. because you got to ventilate all that combustible material out so it's a livable space in there again so you can survive and go do what you need to in the house. Yep. And one thing that they talked to us about at fire school, um, Javi Blackman and I were in the same class at fire school this year. They talked about how fire departments have started cutting out around doors where the hoses are going in. And putting beacons at the doors so that it prevents that ability for the the fire to breathe to hit that that perfect storm for flashover and that was one thing they they kind of it was like a subtle pound into our heads that like hey we need to control the the controllable aspects of a fire so that we don't have this situation because it's it's an unlivable situation oh, yeah. if you make it out of a flashover you are extremely lucky right Like then when we were in fire school, you guys had that subtle, like, okay, this is what you guys should do. That whole week at fire school, that's what we were getting drilled on. Just constantly, like, you open your, or close off your airways, close the door, like, condition your room, get off the wall, like, totally different from what we learned, like I was saying last week. But that's going to help, like, not let a flashover fuck somebody up. You know and, you know, I mean? they, they, they touched on that quite a bit in, in the basic. It was pretty cool to like see and show us, you know, exactly how to, to condition your room, like you were saying. It was pretty cool. So one last thing I wanted to touch on tonight was uh, last week we talked about Ramon's mustache fetish, um, and it's oh. it's a whole ordeal. It's become kind of a a widely spread joke among the fire department departments departments yeah it has, <laughs> yeah. It has you're right. tucson fire thatcher fire all kinds of like ones. to the point where ramon made a joke and tucson fire tried to offer him a job great stuff man great stuff so why don't you tell us that story of what happened and where it all started at fire school this year so uh it's tradition for a firefighter to have like a really cool mustache which i do you can see me it's pretty cute oh it's not it's hideous <laughs> Don't be jealous, people. You don't have one. I don't want here. Um. Anyway, so we're at fire school, and there's stones. Well, I guess that's a. Oh shit! Sure. 